Prepare yourself to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spiegel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spiegel. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spleichel. We are happy to welcome this week's guest to discuss today's topic, which is the AI tools you should know for growing your e-commerce business. Today's guest is the owner of Inflate AI Agency and an official VoiceFlow ambassador and the newest contributor to Make Each Click Count University. A big welcome to Brendan Jowett. Hi, Brendan. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, thanks for having me on here. Happy to help contribute to what you've got going on. And obviously with my masterclass, happy to contribute. Yeah, awesome. We're happy to have you and happy to have you on the podcast. So, you know, let's get right into it. So obviously AI, it's not going anywhere. What would you say to those skeptics out there that maybe they haven't, they haven't adapted to using AI yet? Yeah, I mean, I think this happens every time sort of new technologies come out. And obviously I'll probably be a little bit biased, but um. I think it ultimately comes down to sort of saving time and saving money. And I think when we broadly look at AI and what it does so clearly in generating content just on ChatGPT, whilst it's you know not perfect, I think it'd be a hard case to just straight up say that AI sort of doesn't help in any way. That's what I'd say. Now, back to those people that are hesitant to use AI, and maybe they just don't know where, I mean, where should they even start? I mean, should they you know, go and play with chat GPT. I mean, where, I mean, where should they even start? Yeah. I mean, if you haven't even used chat GPT, that'd be, it'd be quite surprising if you haven't, but yeah, it'd be a great way to get obviously familiar with just with this, how it works and how it sort of starts and how to play, just play around with it. Um, from there, I really think just thinking about the tasks you do sort of on a day-to-day basis, thinking it from the, the business perspective, and then just sort of pushing yourself to find the areas where the technology could be implemented. So some of the clients that I work with, I don't just I do sort of consulting as well. So I will essentially just look through the business and then just understand how can we can actually integrate it and then figure out the solutions that we can integrate. So you know I use every day in fixing content, sort of generating images, um, summarizing meeting transcripts as well. Um, and so yeah, I use it every day. Yeah, I mean for for people who have never ever used it, I mean just go into Chat GPT and just just using it to brainstorm. I mean, it's amazing. I, and I think it, it is so eye-opening on mm. what you're going to get out. You'll, you'll just be blown away. Now you had, you had mentioned images. What, mm. what AI software do you use for images? Uh, so I actually use the ChatGPT plus um, DALI 3. So that comes with built-in. If you just tell it to make you an image, it'll make you an image. And I find that's really, really advanced. It's quite um, similar to... I think Midjourney is probably a bit more advanced, but I just I've already got the ChatGPT Plus um, extension. But I think Midjourney is probably the number one system to use. Now, is ChatGPT Plus is that a paid version? Yeah, that's the I think twenty dollars a month. That's the paid version. 
And yeah, I mean, amazing that you can, you know, just what it would cost in a graphic designer that that it can replace is, yeah, yeah. is incredible. How have you found the images? Yeah, I mean, I sort of use it through, um, decided to use it throughout my YouTube videos when I've got sort of, instead of using stock images, I'll essentially just generate a pretty relevant image that I want to use, um, as well as I've also used it for some clients as well. So in terms of, I've built out a few chatbots. And so when I put like sort of a background to the chatbot, sometimes I actually use it to generate sort of a relevant background image. Um, and so it can really do pretty much anything. It can generate sort of like full realistic images, but it could also do logos. It can do, if you want to sort of demo doing ad creatives, I mean, it can even you know, mock up websites. It can really do a lot. So in your consulting, what are some of the ways that you are integrating AI for your customers to help them grow their business? Yeah, I mean, obviously every business is different, but um, for some of the e-commerce customers, um, I think if content's a key driver in how you get sales, then using um, AI to generate content is going to be the best way to, to integrate um, so that's some of the stuff that I've been doing in terms of e-commerce. I think one of the biggest thing that I've done is product recommendations. So I released a video that was uh, just talking about a little bit of a product recommendation system. Um, and I've also gone through the product recommendation system as well as content generation in the, in the masterclass. And so I think they're sort of the two main things that I think as a e-commerce store using this is going to be the best um, way to take advantage of it just for now. And obviously brainstorming is pretty much takes brainstorming to the next level. You can just brainstorm all this content and then you take it and then you review it and then you look, you clear it again and then you just match it to what you've got and they can really just speed up the process. And so that's how I've sort of pitched it to a lot of the e-com stores and then really gone from there. Well, let's, let's talk about your masterclass. I had mentioned in the bio that you're the newest contributor to the Make Each Click Count University and we're, we're excited to have you. And your masterclass, which was just released, is AI tools for creating and enhancing product listing, product ads, product recommendations, and more. Can you take us through the masterclass and what somebody would be would learn by by taking this class? Yeah, so I essentially start off by just covering quite of the basics, quite the basic stuff. So, um, what I, I start off with a tool called AnyWord, um, and AnyWord is essentially a tool that allows you to. Um, start generating content and brainstorming content. Um, and so this is just sort of used for sort of matching against like Google words, uh, Google AdWords and SEO. And you can look at like the, S the Instagram scores. And you can look at the content that's generating, whether or not it's optimized for the platform and that gives you a good review. That's why I sort of like using anywhere. Um, but ultimately it's just a basic way to get started. And then from there I talk about and what I think is the most value and what I think is the best skill to learn, which is actually building out these sort of systems. And what I built out is the product recommendation system. And so I went ahead and built that on a platform called VoiceFlow. And so VoiceFlow is this sort of conversational design platform and it allows you to build out uh, these sort of chatbots. And I think at the moment it is chatbots and the big thing sort of is these chatbots, but from here, it's going to sort of evolve into building out sort of these agents and these agents are essentially just digital, digital assistants where essentially you give it a task and it goes ahead and completes that task. And I think evolving from chatbots, we're going to move over to agents. And so I think 
platform voice flow is sort of shifting to enable you to build those. And yeah, that's the, that's sort of the basis of getting the basic skills and then evolving from there. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the potential is, is amazing for, for sure. Now I see that you're also a voice flow ambassador in the bio for listeners who may not know what, what is voice flow and how can it help you grow your business? Yeah, so VoiceFlow is a conversational design platform. So that just means you can it's sort of like a, just a website and it just has a canvas. And on that canvas, you get some sort of blocks and you can drag sort of a little arrow between the blocks and you essentially build out chatbot. And so this is a way that you can build a very custom sort of conversation uh, chatbot that you can add to your website and use it for customer support or the product recommendations or order tracking or just really anything you want. And so this is quite similar to, uh, if you're not familiar with GPTs, so GPTs are uh, the something released by OpenAI, which is sort of a, you create a custom version of ChatGPT, where you essentially just upload some files and you go ahead and you can add like custom actions. And so this just means uh, the, chat, the GPT is a fully custom um, version of ChatGPT that only looks at the, your files you uploaded. And so this is essentially what VoiceFlow does as well. However, it takes it to sort of the next level because you can actually start to control exactly what's being said rather than um, the GPTs, which you don't have a whole heap of control over. And so that's just what VoiceFlow uh, provides. Now, do you have an example of a client where what you've done using VoiceFlow and how it's helped them grow their business? Yeah, absolutely. So I had worked with a client um, here in Australia, so I'm from Australia. Um, and so essentially I launched it, launched it a few months ago um, and ultimately it's been it's been great. So for them answering super basic questions was, it was quite a hassle. Um, and I mean, most of the questions I had coming through were like very basic questions. Um, and so now they really don't have to worry about those really basic questions because when you sort of upload the document and you start to query that document, it's pretty pretty good at just answering um, from there. And so we've also set up a fallback system. Um, if a customer didn't like the response, they would get emailed uh, if a customer is in need and they can just answer through there. And so for them, pretty much anyone um, who was sending through a question before, they had to sort of type up a whole email. And so that's every question that comes through now is pretty much an email saved. Now, is there a delay on it? So it looks like it's a real person answering or is like the, you know, is the, is the response immediate? Uh, yeah, it's immediate. I mean, I, there's no sort of hiding that it's a bot, I think. Okay. Just embracing do, do, you that say, bot. do you announce it? Um, like I'm a, I'm a yeah. bot for this guy. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah, so you're, so you're not even trying to, to play off like it's a real person. No, not at the moment. So it's, it's identifying, you're saying that it is a bot and just, you know, I think the customer will accept that. You know, if there is a virtual assistant, um, if they actually no, get was, what they want. Yeah, I was going to wonder. I was do do customers have they adapted to accepting that uh, a bot answers and they're they're fine and they, thinking that's that's good customer service or, I mean, what what have you seen on that? Yeah, well, I think it just comes down to whether or not they actually get what they're looking for. If they come to the bot. And it's just Great about point. their sort of past experience. If they actually ask it something and they actually get what they're looking for and it assists them right away, then I think they'll absolutely love that bot. But if it's, it's not a good answer and it's terrible and they hate it, then they're going to have a very bad opinion about it. 
Yeah, no, you know, that's a that's a great point. Hey, you know, I'm curious with you, how did you get involved with AI? I mean, it's not it hasn't been out that long. I mean, when when did you say, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna start this is the direction I'm going with my company? Yeah. So I'm not like super super OG to it, but um pretty much the start of ChatGPT, I started um really looking into it as well. Obviously, I wasn't um hadn't looked into it a lot. So obviously it showed me what it was sort of capable of. Um so, yeah, that was my first real understanding of what it actually was and what it was actually capable of. And then I sort of just started working with it from there. And when you're working with it with your clients, have there been any challenges that you've struggled with on on trying to get them results by using AI? Yeah, I mean, it's not magic, but there are some sort of expectations that, that I do sort of set. And then I, I typically just say that you can handle like about 80% of inquiries. Which obviously, eighty percent is still it's still great and a good start. Yeah. What What are some of those limitations that people should be aware of? Yeah. Well, I think um, when you go ahead and create that knowledge base, it's you don't have an entire. If you've got like lots of documents at the moment, the way it's set up, the control over that is sometimes you're going to be getting answers, or it's not going to be one hundred percent accurate just due to hallucinations and so this is just something that is um pretty heavily worked on and being worked on in the space at the moment is just hope, making sure that it doesn't hallucinate and doesn't make stuff up or doesn't pull out the wrong answers but this is something that is able to be controlled and can be reduced um and there's things like uh, like a thing called temperature and so temperature just is a measure of the randomness of the response that you actually get from the from the ai and so you can pretty much either have that very high or have that very low and so there's control over how it, how it responds and it just sort of depends on different businesses with different content uh, works different so it's all about just testing it and seeing how it goes how do you quality control when you first start using a um, chatbot yes i mean initially i will go ahead and run a sort of a test phase and so i'll start with the ai so just making sure that the content that we're uploading and the way we're uploading it and the Documents have provided me, you know, if this is like an e-commerce and we're just doing some e uh, some FAQ um, questioning, we'll essentially upload the documents and run tests and I'll just provide back those test results with with scores. And so when you uh, query a knowledge base, you essentially get back a series of uh, similarity scores and so you're able to identify um, how confident I was in actually answering that question. And so we're able to actually measurably say, yeah, it's pretty confident doing your task that you want. Can you program an AI to give a certain voice with the answers, like a, you know, a funny voice, uh, you know, I mean, I guess, what, what, what are the options? Is it just, it can do more than just give back data, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in terms of, yeah, you can, um, kind of, because, kind of to capture the, the brand, the brand voice, I guess I'm going after. Yeah. Yeah, so you can edit the so there's three types of prompts. So there's a system prompt, a user prompt, and an assistant prompt. And so these three types of prompts allow you to control pretty much the different parts of the actual bot and how it responds. So the system prompt is you talking to the bot. So you tell it your role is to be an assistant for this store, and you tell it you should be a very happy, happy bot. And then the the actual user. Um, the user prompt is just the question. So that's just the actual user coming in, the customer coming in and actually asking it. 
And so you can get a lot of control over how you want it to actually respond in terms of the voice. Yeah, for sure. Really... And, you know, trying to get a happy customer service agent isn't always possible. So that <laughs> there's some yeah, plus yeah, right there. Can, yeah, no, you can get that done. No worries. So uh, tell me about Inflate AI agency or agency. What, um, who do you usually work with and, and who's a uh, really good client for you? Yeah, so I work with, um, I've been working with quite a few e-commerce stores, um, but I ultimately work with anybody that runs pretty much an online business that needs any sort of, or has some sort of a big sort of time issue and you're sort of working on repetitive tasks and you can clearly identify that there is something or not, you can't identify that there is something and you think that there's something you want to cover. Um, that's essentially who I help and how I how I, how I tackle these tasks is just looking at the areas where um, repetitive tasks are completed. And if we can go ahead and just implement an automated system, then we'll do that. And uh, can you give me an example? What are, what are some of these tasks that you've uh, helped companies automate? Yeah, I think um, one of the biggest ones has been sort of ticket summarizing. And so in terms of just the results, it's been big. So actually going ahead and, and summarizing customer support tickets. So taking that entire ticket, that entire conversation, and being able to summarize that and pull out certain information from that for the client, custom to the client. So it's not just like a full summary. It's summarized but prompted to pull out particular sort of details from that and particular um, resolutions and outcomes and solutions and stuff. And so this has been pretty great because you're able to sort of immediately read over the ticket summary and then you've got a good idea as exactly as to what's happened. And you'd have yeah. to read through the actual ticket and rely on that. And you had mentioned you're you're in Australia. You work with companies in the US, all over the world. Where where are most of your clients? Yeah, it's pretty global. So UK, US, Australia. It's um because it's my YouTube channel, it's come from everywhere. Well, it's been great. Um, how can an interested listener learn more about working with you? Yeah, uh, you can go to inflate.agency. So you can view my sort of uh, just landing page there, or you can book a call through my Canada link, which I think you said would be in the notes. Absolutely. Yep. We'll put it in the notes for you. Great. Well, thank you for joining us. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap it up today? No, that's all good. Thanks for having me on here. Great. Well, thanks for joining us, Brendan. For listeners, remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us an honest review. And if you're looking for more information regarding Inflate AI or connecting with Brendan, you will find the links in the show notes below. In addition, if you're interested in his master class, head over to Make Each Click Count University where you can access his current master class as well as all other content for just $19 a month. That's it for today. Remember to stay safe, keep healthy, and happy marketing. I'll talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to discover how to do it faster invest in themselves and their business through Make Each Click Count University. Join our private Make Each Click Count Facebook group or send us an email to info at makeeachclickcount.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing.